Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. On another week of uh, spookiness oh, with the two true. boys in the room together. <laughs> that's what we say it's I, very it kind of starts nice and then it just like fizzles out at the end <laughs> yeah i've never thought about um it being spooky every week well i mean it's in the name that's true if it wasn't well i guess it isn't always but we try we try <laughs> it, we, it we try we try right we don't change our name i know I'm not saying that the name changes. I meant like the spookiness changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to make it spooky. Yes, we could think about changing the name every once in a while just to just to catch people off guard, you know? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) then that would be perfect because what people want is that they subscribe to a podcast Mm -hmm. and then get confused and they're like, wait, is that the one I'm supposed to be subscribed to? Yeah, welcome to Gnocchi Talk with the two pasta boys. (laughs) Well, we're recording this today on uh, Canada Day. Oh, and what okay. could be more Canadian hmm. than our guest here today? The most Canadian TV show of all time, Murdoch Mysteries. Whoa. And we have here Lachlan Murdoch. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thank Thanks you so much. Yeah. Canadian institution. Uh, yes. At this I, point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've you've uh, been this character on Murdoch Mysteries for, I I mean, two hundred episodes, give or take. Uh, that's insane. Yeah, I don't. I've lost track of the episode <laughs> count. It's it's over that for sure. I don't know the exact number, but yeah, I mean, it feels like you could say it's forever. We've been doing it now. It's, it is it is it is it's a murder i'll have mystery. to have to have to call out murdoch himself get him on the case <laughs> um yeah we're in we're we're we just started a couple of weeks ago production on our 16th season um which is absolutely bonkers and uh we're all still happily making the show so as long as people want to watch it we'll do it <laughs> that's amazing i mean uh, I, yeah that's absolutely insane for something to go on that long and to keep going like there's no there's mm. no end to this show it's going forever i've i've been saying it for a long time <laughs> oh i've just got an email we are canceled thanks for that cody i believe <laughs> okay. you but <laughs> okay <wow. laughs> Listen, we make things happen on this podcast yeah. <laughs> not right. always good things but we make them <laughs> yeah we do notice that uh, whenever someone comes on here they lose mm. all of their work uh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I've been looking for some extra free time. So, right. Well, that's yeah. what we're here for. We're here to give you yeah. the space you need and the time to do other things. <laughs> so uh, you've been doing this uh, for a long time, mm-hmm. um, acting as a child as well. Like you've been doing this uh, since since the womb, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You if you if you held the when the doctor held the stethoscope up to the tummy, there were yeah. impressions and, and lines coming out already. Yeah. Were no, you, it, uh, it it did. I was going to say, were you a stunt baby when they do ultrasounds in movies? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do use some oh, of the okay. old footage for oh, me okay. as that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. Yeah. That's cool. um, <laughs> yeah. I was like two. I think I was two years old when I did the first thing uh, I ever did, which was a uh, commercial for Fisher Price baby shampoo. 
So, uh, so right off, right off the bat, throwing full in full nudity, just sitting in the tub, you know, just going whole, whole hog as it were. (laughs) No, not really, obviously, but yeah, when we were in, uh, where they're getting lathered up. Um, <laughs> Commercials it, were a lot it, different back do you, then. Do you find, yeah, I don't know if you remember, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you find it's a lot easier to do nudity now that you've already done it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've broken, I've broken through that. Uh, oh, yes, okay, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. that's a part of your past that you don't like to talk about, really. Then I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we try and forget about. Yeah, it's that. a different it's a different climate now. Yeah, <laughs> people True. people treat you differently when you get naked on set now. It's just now now it's problematic. True. I mean, yeah. it's I mean, I didn't know Fisher Price made shampoo. So, yeah, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's but, a few uh, there's a few titles I want to uh, go over mm-hmm. here with you because uh, there's a lot of exciting uh, a lot of exciting things on the uh, resume, and I also just want to ask you about just. Um, being able to i mean like people i guess have like home movies i don't really have home movies so like Mm -hmm. just to see yourself in action as a child is interesting it's like it's logging time through doing this in a way yeah it it is i mean i literally don't really have any memories from before Mm -hmm. the time that it was part of my life so it yeah has completely defined my life and how I, how I grew up. Um, I tend to not watch much from a long time ago as that is the cringiest experience that a human being can, can experience. But, um, but yeah, it's, but it is, it it is very strange to have it sort of cataloged like that. I gotta say the classic bowl cut all through the nineties immortalized forever. It's uh, yeah. Just what you want. I'm saying that's that's going to be a good project for a super fan or a loving family member to just make a super cut of everything you've ever done in chronological <laughs> order. Jesus, that's gonna. It's I don't out know there. Who's gonna watch that? And, uh, it is out there. We make things happen on this show. I mean, like that's gonna be like days of of Murdoch. Yes, I mean, at this point, by f- by far, by far, the majority of screen time that I've had in my career now is definitely Murdoch. I well, mean, may- maybe from like two to season two of Murdoch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just compress it a little bit. Like we got enough Murdoch. That's enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask you about uh, the Santa Claus. That's a cool one. <laughs> you say you don't watch things back, but like that was like you were young when you filmed that, and mm. that's like a childhood a classic. classic. I think I watched it this Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's one of those it's one of those ones that's uh, a perennial every every year. It's it's on again for sure, and all the sequels. Uh, yeah, I was. I want to say maybe seven or so when that. Did you uh, were you playing Tim Allen in that or? Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. can you see the resemblance? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, he, he was wearing a lot of prosthetics, so it was hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Yeah. 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 I was actually his beard is, is what ah, I was. Yeah. I just kind of curled up around his face. And um, yeah, that's, I, it that's, was, that's I had a Canadian acting for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I had a very, very small part in that. It was just one scene. It was mm-hmm. uh, at, at one point he's uh, he's a little bit estranged from the family at this point, And he's already going through his transformation and he's trying yeah. to go see his son's soccer game and uh, right, kids yeah. start kids start lining up uh, to tell him what they want for Christmas. And I was uh, uh, one of the kids sitting on his lap going through a list of what I needed for. Uh, <laughs> I, I think my character title name was Fax Kid. 
because I'm telling him what I want and he's trying to go talk to his what his his ex-wife yeah. at the time and and uh, and he says fax me that's fax me the rest of the list okay <laughs> to viewers who don't know what a fax machine is um, <laughs> <laughs> it's some ancient technology that we used all used to use wow. <laughs> That I mean, that's uh, that's such a cool one. And I mean, obviously, uh, especially like at that time, like Tim Allen was just at the the height. So to be able to uh, yeah. work with him right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was great. Also, uh, Brain Candy, Kids in the Hall. That's, yep. that's really cool. That's a Canadian staple. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was one of my favorite things as a kid that I had worked on. I. Uh, watched the kids when i was definitely probably too young at the time (laughs) to be watching the kids so i i was well aware of who they were um and yeah it was just so much fun the whole set was bonkers you never knew what was going to happen things changed on the fly Mm -hmm. all the time uh it was great fun yeah a a couple of uh tv series or like movies that became tv or series like police academy and uh, Hon- Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, were you a fan of like those? Mo- well, I mean, Police Academy, I, you probably didn't see at that time. Once again, I, I don't know if my parents like showed me a minute of it. Or t- like I, I knew what it was, but I yeah, don't yeah. think I'd seen. I don't think I'd seen the whole movie now. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Police Academy. I, I mean, I might have seen it around that age. Like I. I feel like it was like one of the first movies that I saw with like full on nudity that I was like, what the hell? Oh, I got to I got to go back and rewatch. I don't even remember that. (laughs) It's not bath time. What is going on? (laughs) Bring your Fisher Price baby shampoo. That's true. No more tears. Wait, that's that's, uh, Johnson's, isn't it? Johnson and Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. (laughs) I I don't want you to lose the Fisher Price money, so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's still rolling in. So, <laughs> so every so, time a every time a baby cries, I get a couple of bucks. <laughs> that's good money. If I yeah, can work that deal, I'm 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 working that out. Um, yeah, a lot of these I didn't even realize were filmed like in Toronto and everything. So it, it's like a cool a lot process of them. There. A lot of them probably weren't because oh. I. Uh, grew up back and forth sort of between Vancouver and Toronto uh, in Montreal for a little while as well. Um, we moved a lot. My father is also uh, in the industry. He's an actor. Uh, he's out east doing uh, Telltale Harbor right now, uh, which is fantastic new show. Um, so we moved around a lot. So yeah, I did stuff in Vancouver. I did stuff here. So it, it was all in Canada, though. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the X-Files as well. Multiple episodes, two episodes of the X-Files. Two episodes of the X-Files. Yeah, both, uh, once again, fairly small parts. Although one, the second one I did was, uh, I think, remains uh, it, 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 to be true that it only aired once. It was Whoa. so controversial, controversial that at the time they aired it and there was so much backlash against it that it has never been played again you can stream it i think and stuff like that but not on like it never played again on just regular cable they just didn't want canadians on the show or like what happened (laughs) that was that was was the main reason but they disguised it by saying that the themes of um incest and Uh, rape through out were a little bit heavy for the mid 90s i I actually just 
I heard about this episode kind of recently. I was looking at like band uh, TV episodes mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and I I watched. I think it was a Watch Mojo list or whatever. So that's a, that's a cool one to be a part of. <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird one. That's I mean Jesus, it's so it's so upsetting. But that's how I learned what those terms were. Was doing <laughs> like I had to you know had to have wow. it explained to me as a like that's how I learned what that was. So that's pretty uh, pretty intense thing to put on a kid, I suppose. Yeah, no but kidding. some real on the job training there. The the episode was a a a, a inbred family that lived in a farmhouse kind of completely secluded from everyone else and if you uh if you can remember that one yeah it was pretty pretty intense episode wow yeah that's so funny because i i I did just (laughs) hear about that not that long ago (laughs) um also uh lonesome dove too my dad's favorite show oh really (laughs) yeah yeah it was uh yeah that filmed in calgary uh out in the plains and yeah, also an awesome experience away from home and school for a couple of weeks and <laughs> hanging out and on covered wagons with horses and running around in the field is great. Yeah. So like being in the industry for this long and uh, and doing uh, so much and especially because I, I, our age isn't that different, um, but our IMDb's certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, did you feel like by the time that you got the um, role on Murdoch Mysteries, did you feel like you were ready for it at that point, just from being in the industry for that long? Or how did how was that kind of feeling? Uh, I think for sure, because I mean, I it was very much a part of my identity um, mm-hmm. being involved with film and TV, uh, and it was actually my sort of first. Uh, full-fledged like recurring role I'd, I'd worked a ton as a kid but this was my first like recurring thing so I was mostly thinking myself at the time like great got a got a good recurring uh, add that to the resume yeah. that's an awesome stepping stone <laughs> and here we are 15 years after that so, uh, wow. been incredibly lucky with that <laughs> show were you feeling like it would uh, go this long like what was your oh no I don't think any of us I don't think any of us have uh, had any idea uh, that it was going to catch on like it did. We were actually canceled after season. Ooh, I, th- I feel like it was like five or maybe six mm-hmm. or so. We had been canceled. And then that's when CBC bought us. And uh, suddenly there CBC spent money on advertising. And all of a sudden there were billboards and buses and, and bus stops and all that all over the place with the, with the show. And that's when it, really took off and that's when we started going i mean we were probably international by that time but that's when we really started spreading all through europe and asia and i mean it's everywhere now it's like 110 115 countries or something like that worldwide it's yeah it's it's intense yeah because even even if it ended after five or six seasons like a completely respectable oh 100 yeah. like uh, just oh yeah that would be it'd be like yes it was a crazy run it was six seasons or whatever like five seasons that'd be a dream yeah to have that six seasons yeah. of a recurring yeah season three is typically kind of like if you get a third season you can kind of start packing your bags you kind of go well that's about as long as this is gonna 
go because yeah. that's kind of how long the uh, attention span seems to be for one kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, things don't usually go beyond that, at least in, uh, in Canadian television. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we all, I, I don't know, it's been this little lucky gold mine that we all mm-hmm. struck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like, yeah, just 16 seasons, just that's insane because I, you can't, it doesn't even, sound real. Yeah, you can't think of that many absurd. shows that have ever gone that long. Like, there's obviously, like, you've got, like, The Simpsons. I think, like, It's Always Sunny must be coming, like, close to that. Like, there's a few, but, like, it's on a short list of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many, uh, well, your, geez, your average viewer is probably a little bit younger than me. I don't know if you guys remember Beachcombers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I I don't know how long that went for, but it went for a long, long time. And another show actually started the same year as, as we did Heartland and it's Mm -hmm. also still going. Um, But especially doubled up with the fact that it's an hour long uh, drama, like, yeah, you you know, that's, that's a huge amount of uh, content really. Mm -hmm. And if you know, geez, I don't don't know. I wish I knew how many episodes we'd done. It's a lot. (laughs) And Heartland that's horse mysteries, right? Yes, that's the horse mysteries yeah. is, was its working title, and they settled on they settled on Heartland eventually. I would, yeah. I would watch a show about horse crime <laughs> or yes. a horse detective that solves crime. <laughs> the killer I, rode side saddle. It's an interesting clue. <laughs> is is there also a coincidence between your last name being Murdoch and being guest in Murdoch mysteries? I mean, I feel like it did not hurt in the auditioning process <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. Um, <laughs> it seems like a, a great, uh, a great little thing for advertising, but no, it is uh, purely, uh, purely a coincidence. <laughs> Although I, it, it did add a little layer of confidence as I was going into that first audition. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I am Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, I'm the real, there are people on <laughs> There are people on set that that call me the real Murdoch all the time as I as ah it's the real Murdoch. Yeah, so <laughs> well to dive into a spookier note here, we have to ask you, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? I think I believe in ghosts when it's convenient to do so. <laughs> Such as and a I podcast asking you. <laughs> sure, that's a very that's a very when it benefits yeah. me monetarily. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've uh I've got a story to to share with you. Okay. I don't know if it exactly fits into your uh regular we template but hear. uh um uh however I, I my logical, rational brain always tells me that no, everything is explainable by yeah, yeah. some other thing. Come on. Like there's not, it's just such a bleak idea. I think that's what really bothers me is mm-hmm. that to go through a lifetime, e- even if your life was cut short to go through a lifetime of experiences and then to forever be tied to this same realm just sounds like <laughs> the saddest, bleakest thing ever and i just don't want that to be true (laughs) i think i can agree with that yeah Yeah. uh, damien's a a skeptic so well my my theory has always been that all ghosts are losers so you don't want to be a loser so (laughs) i'm just saying if they're if they're real then they're a bunch of 
bums. <laughs> oh, I didn't little, finish little, my business. Wah, wah, wah. Why don't you go open another launch? cabinet there? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Get over it. Go home. Well, that, that's, that's even sadder and more bleak, man. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I don't believe in them. Just check the believe, cabinets. I believe everyone has the possibility to be a winner. That's all I'm saying. It's a positive look at it. <laughs> Take that, Cody. You got to make your own luck in this world. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're a, a winner just for being the sperm that won, of course. All right. And you're a loser <laughs> once you're you're dead. OK, you're a ghost. Right? <laughs> sure. There's, I guess everyone's a winner and everyone's a loser. Two, We're thing, all on even two things you have no control over, really. Yeah, <laughs> I bet, yeah. but that's how it goes. There you go. <laughs> so that's that's how this works, Cody. You you are the believer. You are the uh, you are the molder. Yes. Of this. Yeah. I am. I'm all. Uh, I'm all in on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I'm the believer in ghosts, and Damien is the incestuous family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our X Files dynamic. Yeah, that's right. Controversial. <laughs> They'll only let me come on <laughs> once. Yeah, this is well, this bug, this is this episode's only getting what I'm telling you right now. It's never mm-hmm. going to be played again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone gets one stream and that's it. It's but listen, the important thing is that I'm family. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's hear this story. I, I want to hear. Mm-hmm. OK, uh, I th- this is uh, this is a story that I have told very few people. Um, oh, an, ex- an uh, exclusive an exclusive here and uh okay i don't even really know where to start because i haven't told it very often it's not exactly a polished story so i'll try to get (laughs) through the best i can um let's see this happened quite a few years ago and uh my partner at the time was spending the night at my house and i remember she had just like two weeks before gotten this brand new kitten and this was the most adorable little parkour crazy kitten. It was running her family. <laughs> her family hated me because I taught this kitten that it could run up your body. I would hold a little treat and I trained it. It only took like a minute <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. And I thought the cat would forget for weeks after they would be walking through the living room and suddenly out of nowhere, the cat would run up the body, like with its claws in your body and end up on your shoulder. And they didn't seem, they didn't, they didn't find it as funny as I, which is strange. Uh, not a very comedy-based family, I guess. But, um, <laughs> anyways, that's not the point of the story. So she was staying. <laughs> she was staying at my house, and we were in bed and we were sleeping. And just as the first couple of rays of light came through the window, we both. That's what really makes this interesting is that it's kind of a shared experience. We both suddenly woke up and woke up scared woke up not feeling okay and I looked over her and I could see instantly that she was also very not okay and we didn't really know what to say at first for a few minutes but eventually we started talking and comparing notes as it were Mm -hmm. Um, and the first thing that I remembered was that have you ever experienced uh, sleep paralysis or nighttime paralysis is that a thing you're familiar with I haven't experienced it, but I've been with someone that has been experiencing it. So I'll just just say just for listeners sake, um, 
that's where you wake up, your mind wakes up and you are completely rational and full of thought, but you have zero connection to your body. You are unable, you are completely paralyzed, including in my case, unable to open my eyes. And this has happened to me, uh, num- hasn't happened in a long time, but it, it used to happen with somewhat regular occurrence when I was yeah. younger. Anyways, um, the first thing I remembered after we'd woken up here with the early light coming through the window is that I woke up and was paralyzed. And what had woken me up was a sound like this. I don't know if you can hear this. Yeah, like a kind of whooshing, rubbering sound. Yeah, like it sounded like mm-hmm. it sounded like someone was brushing off a bed, like mm-hmm. clearing it, uh, yeah. clearing it of all those cookies we've been eating, obviously, in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell exactly where it was coming from. (laughs) I couldn't tell exactly where it was coming from and I couldn't feel it, but it was this steadily repeating whoosh sound Mm -hmm. that felt incredibly menacing. And I was, I knew that it was not my girlfriend making the sound. I couldn't turn and look at her because I couldn't move, but I knew that she wasn't making the sound and it went on and on and on and I couldn't react to it. And Usually when I have the sleep paralysis, after about 10, 15 seconds, you can sort of use every fiber of your being to sort of force yourself to move again. And once you get one thing to sort of move again, then it all kind of crumbles yeah. and all of a sudden you have full control again. But I was not able to do that this time. And all, all I could do was sit here and listen to the... And suddenly it stopped and I was waiting for the next one to go and it wouldn't go and somehow settled back down into a fitful sleep. So flash forward to us waking up and we started comparing notes. That's when I remembered that. And we started talking and we had both had dreams that there had been things moving around the bed. Um, Felt to both of us like it was multiple things. I don't know if it's a ghost or a spirit or a I don't know, interdimensional being or, or just our own date. Um, who, 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 the, who knows? But we both had feelings that things were moving around the bed. And then she said the scariest thing that I've ever heard a person say to me. She remembered that she had woken up at one point in the night and looked over at me. And I was sitting straight up in the bed, like total like paranormal activity movie yeah. style, <laughs> sitting up in the bed, staring at the window. and she did not like that image very much and, <laughs> and she, she called my name a couple of times and I wouldn't respond to her and then she said that remember we were at my house not hers she said that her new kitten hopped up on the bed and came up to her and told her it's okay they're not here for you <laughs> and, and uh she said that that she found that quite reassuring <laughs> and uh, was uh, it, it, this feeling of calm washed over her and then she was able to also lay back down and return to sleep and <laughs> then sometime later like I said we both just started awake right in the early uh, light of dawn and uh, we did not go back to sleep after that but um, yeah that's kind of the whole story I think um <laughs> <laughs> reassuring uh to her less reassuring for you <laughs> slightly <laughs> slightly yeah yeah do not Although, fear they are not here for you i i think it Thanks, also sort cat. of yeah exactly i think it sort of gave her the feeling like it, it like 
whatever it was wasn't hostile like whatever mm. it was wasn't something okay. that meant <laughs> well yeah. i think i would have overall, assumed that it was coming for you for you yeah but i'd say don't worry we're not here for you you're fine <laughs> you're this fine guy over here mm, not so much. she was like oh that's fine you can take it <laughs> yeah I'll go oh, to bed. that's yeah that's great i didn't sleep very well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna catnap here they're here As to cast them on a Canadian television show. <laughs> show yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been year. <laughs> that was that was early years of the show. That was probably season three, four, oh, something wow. like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Not that that matters, but anyways, yeah, that was <laughs> that remains the single most terrifying thing I think that ever happened to me. It's <laughs> a wild story. I, yeah, I think that uh, because I, I've uh, told many times on here uh, my sleep paralysis story uh, where basically just long story short, uh, partner had sleep paralysis and I was awake and saw what she was seeing while she was in sleep paralysis. So I saw oh, the, wow. the figure roaming around while I was awake. Um but they also say with like it's because I'm so like mixed on the whole sleep paralysis idea and things like your story uh, where it's um, two people experiencing the same thing at the same time. It completely like shatters the, um, I guess, psychological standpoint of it being basically they say that if you talk about sleep paralysis, then you get. Um, sleep paralysis or you're more likely to have sleep paralysis again first rule of sleep paralysis is that you don't talk about sleep paralysis (laughs) yeah i don't know what the fuck you're talking about cody to be honest and i don't know (laughs) i don't know if it shatters anything but i'm I'm saying sure yeah yeah yeah. speaks to it being like uh, the psychology of it speaks Uh to it being a thing in your mind because if you're talking about it then you're more likely to get it so i've never heard a suggestion Oh, I, I watched like a there was this uh, I, I forget what the documentary was. It was a big it was really popular at the time, but there was this huge mm-hmm. like documentary on sleep paralysis. And I can't for the life of me think of what it was called. Mm-hmm. Great peer reviewed articles then. Eh? <laughs> well, they were they were say they were along the standpoint that you would be along that it's psychological, <laughs> that it's just in your head. Well, I still but agree. I still it. think that. No, I still think it's in your head. That's and... what the documentary is about. OK, but I'm just saying what you're saying, though, doesn't necessarily shatter anything. I don't no, I'm, think I'm it's... saying that. Well, let me ask you this, Damien. Are you yeah. are you skeptical? Rich. Are you skeptical of, of everything, everything with a paranormal thing? Or is it specifically yes. ghosts? Like pretty much. OK, anything. so you, yeah, yeah. you don't I, think uh, that no. there's any kind of like a collective nah. unconscious. You don't think Not people share any kind of thing like that? OK, no, not really. I think okay. anything like that is just uh, it's uh, nonverbal social cues and things like that. I mean, mm. these are things that are so intertwined into our DNA that we don't even realize that we're aware of half of this stuff. But I don't oh. think any of it is supernatural. It's all, you know, it's all genetic. It's all social. It's all just things like that. I don't I don't think there's anything paranormal. I don't think there's any evidence for anything paranormal. If there was I and, uh, you know, they're able to definitively show it, then sure, I'll believe it. But until that point i'm i'm just not doesn't it. believe it. <laughs> no but that's my problem though is that you know uh, a story that someone tells you is not evidence for anything and that's that's my issue with it um it's not reliable i i'm saying that it draws a wrench into that idea when people are having a shared experience like that or um, it like, just means it might be something else and that's also connected to it it doesn't necessarily throw and- a wrench in it 
Yeah. And who knows if you're, if you're two people who are, uh, have mm-hmm. been dating for quite a while, you are, you know, very, very, very in tune to each other's right. um, things. And if, and who knows if it had been a subtle explanation that you were both exposed to, then, then sure. That's absolutely a, a possibility. I that's mean, my, that's my thought. I'm not that's saying why I, a traumatic experience. That's hard to explain. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, I don't think it's anything supernatural. Mm. God, yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I, you just said you got to talk about it and it'll happen. We talk about it fucking constantly. I'm like, haunt me, haunt me. I fucking dare you. Haunt me. I would say specifically for sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Paralyze me. Come on. Well, you've never experienced it. Come on, you right? demon bitch. Come on. Haunt me. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm my ready. God. Isn't that isn't that is that not like the, the saddest feeling on Earth that you're 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 desperate to be haunted and, <laughs> and nobody's interested? All these spirits are just I like mm, ass. I uh, that's got to that's got to be brutal. That's man. good. It just means that all these losers <laughs> want to leave me alone. Thank God. <laughs> and it comes full circle. <laughs> Oh, uh, the nightmare was what the documentary was the called. Nightmare. That's the sleep paralysis oh, one. It came I, out uh, I am gonna check that out because because <laughs> uh, the sleep paralysis thing is terrifying on its own. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that thing, what that is. Also, I also don't think it's a supernatural thing, but mm-hmm. but waking up without control of anything is yeah, very it's... frightening and and who knows maybe it's a dream that you've woken up you're dreaming that you've woken up or mm-hmm. I, I i mean i don't know if that's a possibility but mm-hmm. anytime it's happened to me it's like you force your arm or your foot to move and there doesn't seem to be a break in consciousness from right forcing yourself to move to suddenly being able to sit up and go mm-hmm. well that was fucking weird yeah <laughs> so <laughs> So I don't know, but you're, but you're right. Like there is like, there's never any goddamn evidence of anything. All these things happen without anything ever being truly caught on camera or anything. (sighs) At least I haven't seen it. There is, I don't know. So I, I do sort of tend to be a skeptic, even though I've had some weird Mm -hmm. experiences in my life. I I, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I fall on the, on it, but. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll Makes get a good story, though. Maybe you'll get haunted soon to be <laughs> fully pushed over the fence onto my side. Yeah, we make things happen. Oh, one can only uh, hope, right? Uh, haunting our guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the memories of having to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of uh, spooky would you rather's here to Uh-oh. run by you. This might uh, chill your spine. Yeah. This. This might make a believer out of you, Damien. It might. All right, Lachlan, here you go. Uh, would you rather put your hand into a dark, slimy hole to try to find something small? <laughs> what? Or walk into a very spooky, dark cave to try to find something big? <laughs> uh, I mean, both sound like a loaded question. I'm not going to lie, but... Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see. A, put my hand in a small, dark, slimy hole to hopefully find something small. We're just gonna let that lie. Uh, or walk into a big, dark. Is the is the cave slimy? Uh, it's spooky, slime free, slime free. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say. It just says spooky, dark cave. Hmm. Um, I'm going hand in the slimy hole. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Mm. So, yeah. Something big, something big sounds like it can get you. Worst case scenario here, I lose a hand. Could be a Winnebago. That's true. And you uh, that's true. to, um, I mean, at least with the dark, slimy hole or whatever, you're <laughs> digging around in there. You'll find the, the small thing. If you're in a cave. Just around for your keys or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got to <laughs> find your keys. You got to get home. Um, but the, the cave, I mean, something big like that might be something that you can't uh, you're going to have a hard time carrying. And there's nothing worse. Well, they never said anything about having to carry it. You're just looking to find it. Well, yeah, I, I assumed that both things were out to get me. Either something small that's out to get me or so something why, big why that's out you... to get me. So I'm definitely going small thing out to get me. I'm just curious why we're going after it then. <laughs> that's what I'm... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why are we making this choice? <laughs> yeah. I would take the cave 100%. You'd like the dark cave. I'd rather go in a Anything big Anything could be in a dark I've cave. I've been in caves before. I'm not sticking my you hand in. I've been in a dark cave. They have no like one set up for like a museum with lights. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't. That's not. No, I've it. been in like <laughs> caves and stuff, like out in like hikes and shit like that. I'm what not sticking my hand there? in a fucking hole. Who knows what's in that hole? <laughs> slime filled <laughs> hole. I mean, just the just the slime freeness was almost enough to make me choose That's cave too. I mean, I don't want to get all slimy. I don't want Come a on. slimy hole. The the slimy <laughs> hole could belong to whatever's big. <laughs> oh damn there's levels to this well then you found both of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> surprise check However. Me, uh whatever website this is um and then we got uh, would you rather get attacked by a skeleton or a ghost oh skeleton 100 <laughs> percent. skeleton 100 percent. because it's got no it's I mean, come on. Let's let's look at this scientifically. It has no muscle. It has no muscle system. It, it can't even move. Realistically, all all a skeleton is is really just a pile of bones on the floor. And if you stomp on those bones, they're going to break, making it even less able to move around. However, a ghost, if it truly exists, who the hell knows? I don't want it passing through mm -hmm. me. That's true. Once again, you got the ectoplasm. We're back to the spot, the slime conundrum. Yeah, you mm -hmm. just have to trick the skeleton into a closet and then close the door. They're not sure, yeah. you can't trick a ghost into a closet. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't there remember. are already a few skeletons in my closet. Unfortunately, I don't know if there's room, That's but fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know the fear of a skeleton coming at you, other than the shock of it being a skeleton, I guess. But like the, I would <laughs> I just think I, I could take a skeleton. Yeah, like I think in a fair fight, me versus a skeleton, I'm gonna win mm -hmm. that. I I think I'd rather a skeleton chase after me than any given human. <laughs> yeah they're probably yeah. not that fast no and they probably make a lot of noise rattling around you know yeah rattling. sounds like someone's playing yahtzee <laughs> uh, and if a skeleton's coming after you and you mm -hmm. kill that skeleton yeah that sounds like people are going to be on your side if oh. if a person is coming after you and you kill that person true th there's going to at the very least be a few questions asked i mean unless they come back as another skeleton <laughs> Oh, damn it. So, can you kill a skeleton? Um, does it matter if you can break its <laughs> if you can break its legs That's and it can't point. move around anymore? Does yeah. it really matter? Well, like zombies in movies, they crawl if their legs are shot off. Right. So would a skeleton still crawl or maybe it can like spin its arms like a helicopter and fly? Good. Good. <laughs> Anything's this, possible. This topic, this topic is so much more deep than I'd ever uh, given, <laughs> given any That's thought true. to. What happens if no the skeleton idea. and the ghost team up? Well, you, oh, you, like friends? That's so nice. 
Yeah. Only like the one TV show friends. It's only one. Okay. <laughs> when, here's the last one for you. Right. Um, would you rather marry into the Adams family? <laughs> yeah. Or cut off your own ring finger. Do I get a uh, do I get a three picture deal out of move out of marrying into the Adams family? Is there going to be like <laughs> I think there's a good it? chance in at least a documentary. <laughs> oh, well, see, that makes it a little bit uh, more enticing. Um, which finger is it? I've, I got to give up ring finger, your ring finger. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ring finger. That whole family seems just a little too. That's fair. Two up in each other's business. You know, I need a little personal space. I guess my question is, is that there seems to be like they do a lot of like violence and like bombs and maiming and poison, but there seems to be like this almost kind of general immunity to the family. If you marry in, do you kind of inherit a little bit of that? Well, like, are you generally like you might get hurt, but you're not dying or being brutally maimed? I, I, I it could be part of their genetics to be able to okay. recover from. Because I'm saying like if, if you're able to kind of like deal with it, they seem like a very nice, loving family who cares about each other. They're very supportive. Mm-hmm. They are. Here's my problem. I'm thinking that and I don't know if this is something I've made up, but I'm thinking that in the Adams family, don't they do things like put real cobwebs up and like put up like they throw dust on things like they make things dusty. Isn't that like I I don't remember that, but I don't know. Maybe for some reason, (laughs) I that's the part that bothers you. Well, I have have allergies. I'm allergic to dust. So if they're making everything dusty or around me, I can't live. Grandma will make you an allergy potion. What, What about thing? That's literally just a hand that runs around on its fingers. That yeah, it's that like doesn't. It's like that pet, doesn't upset you at all. It's like their pet kitten, and you just shake a little treat, and it climbs up you under your shoulder. I would. You would have to accept the reality, but what you couldn't accept is your allergies acting up constantly, and my my eyes puffing up. Like I said, Grandma, mm. Ma, I'll make you some uh, homemade reactant. I don't think there is a Grandma Ma in the Adams. Yes, family. there is. Yeah, there's a Grandma yes, for sure. Is. Yeah. You don't yeah, even know what the Adams family. She had a little laboratory. Is. Yeah, you're not qualified. This to guy, this. I'm sorry. Uh, you need to go watch the movies. You need to watch the TV show. I do, do a little not research. Remember the grandma at all? At all? The TV show was also filmed in in uh, in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I never never had the pleasure myself, but yes, you you, you can't been, win them all. That was the the like '90s one. There's also the one from like the '60s, I think, in black and white. It was based on a bunch of comics. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Can so. someone tell me if they dusted things? If they put more <laughs> dust on things? All right. Would Am you ra- making that up? Would you rather be with the Adams family or the Munsters? Um, well, the Munsters are they're all just monsters already. Right. But I, I don't think there's any seemingly as, less violent, though. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any implication of them being violent. at all. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little too leave it to beavery for me, I think, though. <laughs> no, you, you, you need a little danger in your family. I need a, I need a little danger. <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'm going to cut off my ring finger, too. OK, all right. <laughs> fair enough. Well, I don't need it. <laughs> seems like a one and done. Like that's, you know, if, if you marry into a family, that's supposedly the rest of your life. I mean, that mm-hmm. sounds like a big commitment. 
That's true. I can well, do the finger I, thing in like three seconds. I believe in divorce. So, you know, if it doesn't work out, we can always <laughs> in the, go our in the power ways. of divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a skeptic to divorce. Not at all, baby. <laughs> divorce exists. That's right. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> well, on that note, we got a story to tell. Oh we all drew positions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lachlan, do you want to reveal what you drew? I am celebrity. Oh, yes. Which so- I don't know how to feel about. With that, we will go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to deliver you four options. You'll have to appear as one of these celebrities at some point during the story, not stricken to that character. You can be other characters. Um, If you please. Uh, (laughs) If you please. So if you please. Uh, So your options are Chris Hemsworth. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Stacey Dash. And Toby Maguire. Okay. Who's Stacy Dash? Uh, I think. Yeah, who? I've heard the name in like rap songs. Oh. Who's this guy, The Rock? I'm not familiar <laughs> with him either. Yeah, I've heard of Rocks, but I've not heard yeah. of The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Sounds boring. <laughs> Doesn't say much. Uh, I'm going to have to go. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Toby Maguire, I think. Okay. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine, right. you know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah, just open up your open it uh, up and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed, perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know, and and it's all. And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. Toby McGuire. All right. 
And uh, I drew the swing. No responsibility in the story. I can do whatever I want. That's right. And that means that I drew the narrator. For that, we're going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word to get the story started. Let's do, hmm, let's do a relationship. Busker and dog walker. Busker and. <laughs> that's a weird relationship. I don't think that is a relationship. I don't think it's a relationship. I think, that's I think two it's just words. two people. <laughs> <laughs> two people who walk past each other every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's <laughs> Yeah. Old hunter or new hunter. That's another good. That's better. They're old, at least connected. Old hunter. Old hunter and new hunter is a very Let's good. Let's do one. that one cuz dog walker and busker doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to see how it makes perfect sense. Like the that. dog wa- the dog walker is taking them out for the stroll. All and right. He passes the yep. busker every. No, no, no. I'm... All right. No, we're no, doing no. we're doing the busker and the dog walker then. All I'm not right. going to tell you how to run your house. All right. It was a <laughs> it was a long weekend in the city, and everyone was down there to get their things. You know, farmers markets, buying their illegal fireworks to shoot off that night. Oh yeah, it was bustling, and down on the corner there was good old Tony just juggling. Just juggling away. You know how he likes to busk, looking oh, for dollars, looking for away. dimes. He didn't care. Give me a couple dimes, if you please. Yeah. Got my cup in. He shook that cup with his one dime in there because it'd been a slow day for old Tony. Tony needed he needed to work a little harder. Don't uh, don't like the uh, juggling. I could do some dances too. How about this one? Uh, uh, anyone impressed, please? Tony threw up the ball one more time to juggle, and right as it came down, he was so defeated, it slipped out of his hand and rolled away. And who should so happen to pick up that ball? But a kind doggy. And who was that kind doggy attached to? Why, yes, it was the dog walker. The local dog walker with a few other kind doggies. Hey, you mangy mutt, let go of my ball! <laughs> Fifi, put it down. We've talked about this. You're not to take... Other- I, what, what did I just... Uh, Fifi, would you at least pay attention to me? I can't even get you to... Oh. Nobody would listen to Andy. That's why he was a dog walker. Because at least the dogs wouldn't talk back to him. Poor Andy. <laughs> hey, does this dog belong to you or what? It doesn't belong to me, of course, sir. Nor do tw- any of these other 20 dogs attached to me. I would have thought, as someone who spends a lot of time on the street, you'd be familiar with the practice of dog walking. You have no idea how big of a narcissist I am. I haven't looked at anyone on the street other than the balls I juggle, my friend. That's true. Standing on the street looking at balls. If Tony had actually looked around, he would have seen that nobody was in this side of the square and they were all by the shops buying things. Ah, shit. He was kind of way out on the outskirts near the forest. You you happy? You just made me realize that I've been doing this for nothing for the last four days straight. I haven't slept. Well, you make me very happy, actually, because I can see how devoted you are to your art, because you would have to be in order to still be out there juggling. Nobody is going to respect you. You must be devoted to this craft. (laughs) Well, um, uh, you would think, but it is all about the money with me unfortunately and that's where i'm a bit of a screw-up uh i wish i was doing this for the yard Uh, yeah yeah not a lot in this bank account uh, you want me to prove it here i have my debit card hey mister hey mister 
I noticed you from afar. Do you got any organic blueberries? No, get out of here to get. Oh, th- this is a terrible farmer's market. God damn it. <laughs> All of these stupid kids coming up. always asking for berries. No one wants juggling anymore. They just want food. Just Maybe want I'm me for my berries. Maybe I'm in the wrong business. Hey, how much does that dog walking pay? You know, maybe I can try that out. Maybe I can help you out. Maybe you can give me half. Maybe we can uh, be a bit of a, a, a partnership here. All of a sudden, all the dogs started growling at Tony. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could give you a couple of dogs. It would help me out and give me a lot less uh, to take care of. Maybe you could juggle them. I don't know. Hmm. Juggling dogs, huh? Well, I mean, at the very what least- is a dog walker? Other than a than a dog juggler, really. That's true. <laughs> Taking on all those different tasks. That's the same as juggling. And hey, maybe I can bag up their shit, tie it up, and start juggling those. Huh? You think people would like that? I don't actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm sorry. I really think you need to re-examine your line of work here. I though I do, like I said, admire the passion. So, sorry, old Tony's just a, a spitball in here. It's a, it's, a, it's a problem. Tony grabbed up three hefty sized canines and started tossing them up in the air nice and high, getting getting a good, good, good airtime on those pooshies, <laughs> flipping them around. He had three going at the same time. He had four going. He had five going. Oh, yeah. You're his, really strong. His arms were burning. Oh, I do nothing but lift. <laughs> hey, mister. <laughs> That's pretty impressive that you're doing with those doggies. I'm not even mad you don't got no organic blueberries. Tell me with your quarters, not your words. Oh, I, I only got debit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody pays. Not anymore, anymore. You don't. <laughs> I have your debit card. What? What the heck? Who is that? <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good idea. Actually, if I uh, distract by throwing these dogs in the air and you just pickpocket and take all the debit cards we could buy whatever we want that's why the last thing i'm gonna do is fight with a guy attached to 30 dogs <laughs> that's right kid so if you want that debit card you gotta go through all these dogs i gotta fight the dogs to get my debit card back or turn the other way actually i just called my bank and canceled the card so oh shit hey maybe we'll be more discreet about the next one we take huh <laughs> Kids these days, their their experiences were very different than when than I was growing up. <laughs> listen, I'll um, send over some guys I don't like. Is that okay? But listen, you got to cut me in. Oh, great! Another. Hey, how about we give you every third debit card? Well, I was going to say I want thirty percent, so every third is thirty percent. So that works out. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me thirty percent. You acted like you. Were no, I just it. said thirty percent, and then you said every third. Okay, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. We're on then. the same page. 30, 30, 30. Hey, kid, we're, we're going to need you actually to hang around the ATMs and try to get the pins because the okay. cards are worth nothing hey, by themselves. Got, well, for an extra 10%, I'll give you all the pins. Suddenly, this kid is running our business, Tony. I don't know what to do. Fine, we'll give you every fourth debit card then. What? That's less. Uh, that's 40%, right? Wink. Yeah, that's 40%. Make it 50% and every second debit card. 50%? So every fifth That's not card, how math works. <laughs> hmm. Wow. You're really trying to fuck with me, huh? 
Whoa, kid. What this, ain't, this ain't my that? first grift, okay? Why do you think I hang out in this farmer's market? Blueberries, I thought. <laughs> yes, I love blueberries, but I also love grifting. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> my name is uh, Hank Grifter. Hank Grifter? That's right. My daddy was a grifter. My daddy's daddy's daddy was a grifter. Well, yeah, it's in the name. You were born for it. Well, my grandfather wasn't a grifter. He he was. Wait, uh, is it what? a coincidence that your name, last name is grifter and you grift? Well, my daddy's daddy's daddy changed our last name to grifter from uh, uh, Danielson. Okay. <laughs> it was just easier for taxes and stuff, you know? Listen, if we get enough debit cards, then we'll mm-hmm. be showering each other with them. Yeah. Good luck getting anyone to come over here, you loser. Oh, come on now. <laughs> the, the what are kid- you talking about? We got all these dogs. We got a cute little kid. We got all we got all the drawing power we need. The kid turns around uh, <laughs> looking, looking back at them. Uh, but when he does and uh, lifts his eyebrow in interest, a uh, oncoming car hits him. <laughs> what fortunately toby mcguire was right there and thought he was still spider-man <laughs> jumped oh. out in front of that train and threw the kid to safety wow that was close good thing spider-man <laughs> saved me <in> emphasis. <laughs> thought you got rid of me huh well i didn't pay the car well i'm going into the farmer's market and i'm getting all those debits 100 percent is mine this time buddy what no, 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 no. Um, wait a minute. If that kid thinks that I got the car, then that means that I'm in control of my own narrative. And if that's the case, then I can tell him whatever to do. <laughs> the, the kid comes to me and gives me every debit card he has. A seagull shit on the, on the juggler's head. Oh, I thought I understood this. <laughs> A bunch of ice cream fell in his lap. Oh, where'd that Attracting him just long enough that his, his cup of coins was now available to the child. Oh, God. Uh, yoink. Oh, don't take my coins. I don't know what's bird shit and what's vanilla ice cream. <laughs> you gotta taste it to find out. And oh. he did. <laughs> oh, virgin. <laughs> Listen, mister, I feel bad for you because you're a pathetic little excuse for a man. But I'm going to help you out here, okay? Thank you, yeah. All right, here's a debit card. Mm-hmm. There you go. Figure it out. <laughs> I guess I could tap it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go tap it. You get some money, get some organic blueberries, try it out, see what happens, okay? Wait a minute. This is my debit card. Hey, we'll see what happens. See if there's any money on <laughs> no, it. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> grifted again uh, that's why they call me hey grifter listen guys uh, this has been fun but uh, I gotta go back to my mom your mom has been here the whole time yeah you know she's been wandering around stealing wallets you know things like that uh, grifted. you already have throwing ice cream at people pooping on them from trees no, she's... <laughs> uh, this is your mom yeah, she's... why does she have white shit she's part bird Oh, God. That's just the way we do it in my family. It's an interesting grift. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one saw that one coming. No one did. No one will. No one ever will see it again. Listen, guys, I, this has been fun. But uh, I, like I said, I got to go get my mom. She's busy, you know, pickpocketing. I wish you luck. Here's your debit card back. No hard feelings. OK. 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 Hey, Mr. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. All right. Bye bye. You've already taken enough. Okay. 
Hey. I think I saw some berries across the way. Ooh, yes. That's a good idea. What if the two of us pose as blueberry salesmen, we trick his mother, and rob both of them blind? We draw them in with the berries, and then while the dogs are distracting them, we'll steal all the debit cards. I see. He'll never expect us to be able to get berries. No one ever expects me to be able to do anything. Well, you're a juggler. What do you want? (laughs) and also i don't know why you got down on that kid for his name your last name is juggler that's the oddest name i've ever heard that's way crazier than grifter tony juggler and so tony and andy set up a new booth and they they decked it out all nice with signs that said fresh organic blueberries twenty three dollars you know the right price that a farmer's market's gonna have and they got it all together and they put on fake mustaches and big old jackets with huge shoulder pads so no one would recognize them okay now we just wait here for a little bit and this uh uh blueberry business can get uh booming and oh my god there's a huge line just for the blueberries i mean this was for a trick but are these blueberries organic um yes if you Uh, want them to be uh, do you know the name of the the farmer? Forest name was Jerry Farmer. Jerry, Far- that sounds like a real farmer's name. These are really big. They kind of look like hacky sacks that you would juggle. That's really impressive that you're able to get such a high yield from an organic blueberry. Here's twenty three dollars. He said they look like something you should juggle, and I, I, it really makes me want to prove that I can juggle them in front of them. Should I do it? I don't see why not. It's literally your only skill. Oh, okay. Uh, here, before... Uh, what? Let me juggle these for you. No, I don't want that. Uh, oh, oh, you know oh, what? Cancel the order. I no, don't want no, them anymore. No, no, no. Be yeah. Hey, guys, this guy is just trying to juggle. He's not actually selling blueberries. No, Let's don't get tell out of everyone here. that I'm juggling. Sorry, We're under guys. disguise. This... We're under disguise. <laughs> you can't tell who I am because of the shoulder pads in my jacket. You guys really thought you got me, huh? Oh, you were the blueberry oh. guy. Nah, I was right behind him the whole oh, time. Okay. Well. I was second in line for blueberries. And then I saw him point out that your blueberries were actually just juggling balls painted blue. Oh, so we did get you for a second. I was just exploring the neighborhood and seeing what's going on. When there's something new in my turf, I got to figure it out, you know? Listen, we just want to we just want to be scheming. We just want to get your credit cards and your debit cards. All right, here you go. Here's one credit card, okay? Oh, thank You're you. Welcome. It's mine. Oh, wow. Sorry. What can I do? <laughs> That's just the way she crumbles, you know? The cookie, that is. How long have you had that? What? You know? How long have you been juggling here? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, fellas, I got to get back to my mom. She's off in a tree somewhere, ready to poop on some strangers. <laughs> Poop on some strange. Oh, what the hell? Oh, oh hey, mom, Again. I'll be right there. Fool me once, shame on you. Well, Poop on me eight times, shame ta-ta, on me. Ta ta, gents. <laughs> so, Andy and Tony were really scrambling on what to do. This this kid was really getting their goat. They they had to figure it out somehow. How are they gonna get this kid? How are they gonna grift a grifter? Andy, enough with these fucking schemes. Here's what we do. We run up to him with these two knives here. Here you go. And we just stab him. We stab him. We stab the mother. We take all of the credit cards. We take all of the money and we get the fuck out of here. How about that? Stop getting sounds a little extreme. 
sounds a little extreme. Yes, I, I too am tired of being pooped on. I'm not going to lie. Seems a little bit extreme. Maybe we could, I think the way that you grift a grifter is you have to trick them into thinking that they've already grifted you. This is some Ocean's Eleven shit. We got to make them think that they've got us. And then we got to pull the curtain back and the big reveal happens. However, that's all I got. Okay. I don't well, <laughs> if, if that's your plan, I'll let you handle it. I got your back, but I'll be behind you with two knives. And if I feel like things are going sour this time, I'm getting to stabbing. Okay. What if we break off the knife blade and tell the kid that it's more debit cards. We trick him into taking the debit cards. And while he's distracted, we can run up on the mom because we know he takes all the loot back to her, right? I'm yes. assuming. And then she probably eats the debit cards and she'll eat the knife blade and they'll cut her body up from the inside. Hence the incessant pooping. Mm. Yeah. Well, how about that? All right. As long <laughs> as there's some cutting, I'm going to be involved. And so Tony and Andy ran up to the boy, knives in hand. Also a handful of debit cards, their own, because that's all they could get. <laughs> wow, what do you two bozos want now, huh? Well, we just thought... Just want to learn from you. Yeah, we thought we would uh, mm. we would uh, cut the process right down right. immediately and just give you all of our cards right off the top. Wink. Wink, right. wink. Yeah, all this winking and uh, coming up to me like you want to work with me now is awfully suspicious. But I kind of like you bums, so why not? Come on in. I'll take you under my wing. Figuratively, my mom. Hey, thanks, the, the wings. <laughs> this is going to be nice. OK, let's go, boys. Come on. Although I, I don't want to be under your. Can I stand a few feet away from your mom? I kind of had my I, fill of that. I guess so. Yeah. You know what, mom? Just ignore these guys. They're 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 learning. They're they're OK. Don't worry. They're not going to try anything dastardly, I'm sure. Definitely not. Right, boys? Oh, no. Of course not. OK. OK. Well, let's see. Hey, uh, we got a couple of uh, uh, shiny silver credit cards. Oh, mom, take a look at these. Yeah, they're kind of like broken up. a take little. Take a bit, look at these, know? mom. Only the finest. Only the finest. You got to have a huge bank account to get these credit cards. Picked up all the credit cards and debit cards and swallowed them down. Big gulp style, you know, like a bird does. All of a sudden, she started gurgling up blood, hacking. It wasn't going well for her. The card was cutting up her insides all bad. Like, you see, mom, mom, what's going on, mom? Oh, my God, you, you killed my mom. What happened? What did you do? Son, I don't think that was your mom. She was clearly a bird. No, no that's my mom. That's really my mom. Are you sure? Help! Police! These guys killed my mom! What seems to be the problem here, Sonny? This little kid took all these debit cards. Check his pockets. They just killed my mom. Well, that's I, more I don't know important what you're than about. debit card theft, I think. Well, who do you think killed a mom? Someone that is riddled with debit cards or us two honest working jugglers and dog walker. You think I I'm trust... just trying to walk these dogs. You I think have I no trust idea hustle culture. I'm a police officer. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> bopped them both on the head. No, why are you shitting on me? That's what I do. 
<laughs> Thought you could grift us, huh? Remember I said my dad's dad wasn't a grifter? He's actually a police officer. And I grifted you into getting my mom so he could meet his quota. Oh, so you you <laughs> sacrificed your mom's life. Well, she was near in the end. She uh, she had some really bad medical things and she knew it was time. So this is if she could help out the family, this is OK. That's it, Andy. I, I said if things go sour, then I'm getting the stabbing. I got to do it. I, I don't hold me back. I won't. My hands are full with these leashes. Because <laughs> then uh, a spider web takes the knife away, <laughs> flings it off. Oh, not Toby McGuire again. Hey, guys, I survived that car crash. That was another grift. Oh. You didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Thanks, cousin Toby. <laughs> you're not supposed to tell him that we're related. This is getting too. De- you're, you're ratting out the whole family now. I'm sorry. I thought that they were just so low. No one would believe him anyway. But yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Not cousin Toby. Second. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, everyone will believe that Toby McGuire actually does think he's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> the second knife spirals into Toby Maguire's heart. Oh, knives, my only weakness. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, now you really killed someone in front of a police officer. <laughs> was it um was your dad a real officer? I thought it was my a- grandfather. You know, he was a real police officer. That's what I just said. He was the only one who didn't get into grifting. He was a police officer, and then we grifted you to help him meet his quota for the month. Andy, you can't let them take me away. You can't let them take me away. All right, Pally, into the car you get. Uh, Here, sir, he had these extra dogs on him. You seem like a responsible dog guy, so I'm going to give these to you. Oh, thank you, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Here's your reward for taking care of these dogs. All the money this guy has in his pockets, plus $50. Sweet. They all seem to be covered in a bit of vanilla ice cream, too. Bonus. That's right. Nothing like vanilla-flavored dollar bills all right <laughs> into the car you get you're going straight to juggle jail <laughs> you don't want to know what they do to jugglers in the clink spooked <laughs> wow that was a scary story i don't know if I i'm can. i'm terrified <laughs> i believe in uh nothing <laughs> uh uh, Lachlan, let's do some uh, plugs here. Where can everyone follow you? Uh, not very many places. I uh, am pretty. Yeah, I, it's uh, sad to say, but uh, I am pretty much absent from the internet. You can follow me on Twitter if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, where, uh, without fail, once every two years, I will post something, whether I have something on my mind or not, just to keep up. You know. Um, <laughs> so you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Lock Me Up. L-A-C-H, like my beginning of my first name. Uh, or you can catch me on Murdoch Mysteries, which will our new season will be airing very shortly, uh, mm-hmm. Mondays at 8. I do not know the exact date, but uh, got to be only a month or so away from that. Amazing. Nice. We'll be tweeting that out at Spook Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Lachlan with direct links to that social media and as well, uh, go to the Sonar Shop and you can get a, a spooked T-shirt. Whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, there is a shirt there for you. Mm-hmm. Either way. Spooked. 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 Spooked.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So